believes in the words of Thomas Jefferson that we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equally, that they're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights that amongst them are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Where America, that means black people too. That's right. Did that answer your question, George? Okay, so the family statement to those police officers are they are just as guilty for the death of George Floyd as Officer Chauvin. They all participated. And when people tried to help, the officer took out Mace with Donald Williams and the EMT, the lay witness who were there. They threatened them that we won't let you give humanity. Even though we're not going to give humanity, we won't let you give George Floyd any humanity. And so the message is clear. Do your job to the people who are responsible for doing justice because all the world is watching. 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 Want us to remember that Breonna Taylor, the young lady who was executed in the sanctity of her own home, in Louisville, Kentucky, birthday would be on Friday. So let's take a breath for Brianna as well. Let's take a breath for Ahmaud Aubrey as well. Let's take a breath for Terrence Crutcher as well. Let's take a breath for Pamela Turner, who was killed in Houston. Let's take a breath for Alton Sterling, who was killed in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Let's take a breath for Philando Castile, who was killed here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Let's take a breath for Laquan McDonald, who was killed in Chicago, Illinois. Let's take a breath for Sandra Bland, who was killed in Texas. Let's take a breath for Natasha McKinney, who was killed by police in Virginia. Let's take a breath for Stephon Clark, who was killed in Sacramento, California. Let's take a breath for Corey Jones, who was killed in Palm Beach, Florida. Let's take a breath for Botham Jones, who was killed in his own apartment in Dallas, Texas. Let's take a breath for Eric Gardner, who was killed in Staten Island, New York. Let's take a breath for Freddie Gray, who was killed in Baltimore, Maryland. Let's take a breath for Walter Scott, who was killed in South Carolina. Let's take a breath for Jamar Clark, who was killed here in Minneapolis. Let's take a breath for Michael Brown, who was killed in Ferguson. Let's take a breath for 12-year-old Tamir Rice, who was killed in Cleveland, Ohio, by the police. Let's take a breath for Trayvon Benjamin Martin, who was killed in Sanford, Florida. Let's take a breath for Emmett Till, who was killed in Mississippi. Let's take a breath collectively for all of the marginalized and disenfranchised and dehumanized people, whether black, brown, white, or red, who were killed unjustifiably, who were killed unnecessarily, and who was killed senselessly because they are American citizens, one, 
They are human beings too. And finally, we should all remember they are children of God. I just wanted to start with a little something because I had somebody, you know, we've had these conversations forever on this show, but now people are paying attention to them all of a sudden. I can literally start repeating the same thing we've been talking about when these issues come up. But now since everybody is aware and everybody's, this is the number one news story. I didn't know that a pandemic could be topped by somebody getting killed by the police because it's happened so many times and the world didn't stop for it. I got hit with the question today of what about black on black crime? And I just want to take a little time to to tell you that black on black crime has absolutely nothing to do with the police killing unarmed black men at a disproportionate rate. People are not taken to the streets all over the world because of black on black crime. I don't see all live matter signs in there. I don't see all live matter signs in the crowds. Um, the people are gathering because they saw a man. They saw a man get killed by a policeman, by four policemen on a video. And they decided to come out even during a worldwide pandemic. This, what you're seeing is a groundswell of young Americans. And they're telling the world that this is not the America we want. We see what this country's gone through, and now that's why you have a diverse crowd saying, we want better. We want an America where everyone gets equal protection under the law, and we're tired of hearing about bad cops that kill citizens, and then there are laws to protect them, and the good cops don't do anything about it. They turn a blind eye. This isn't a broken system. Everybody says the system's broken. No, the system is doing exactly what it was designed to do. When it comes to the police, what do they say? All police aren't bad. It's only a few bad apples. Let's keep the same energy when it comes to the right to peacefully assemble. Because the majority of the protesters, turn the TV on, the majority of the protesters are peaceful. It's only a few bad apples. Let's not a few, let a few bad apples stop progress. Because it's progress that benefits us all. Or how about we just start turning over the apple carts? <laughs> Let's get rid of all the bad apples. If you're in a conversation, I want you to hear this clear. If you're in a conversation with someone about the police killing unarmed black men, and they ask you what about black on black crime? Black on black crime, don't fall for this. Black on black crime is an excuse so white people don't have to feel guilty about what they're seeing on TV. It's a red herring. It's a non-starter, a non-sequitur. These two things are not equal. Inform them that murder, like most crimes, are crimes of proximity. That means most white people get killed by white people. Most black people get killed by black people. That's kind of how it works. We don't talk about white on white crime. And you don't even think about it. Anti-blackness is what we're talking about. Anti-blackness is baked into the American pie. And we all eat from that pie. When anti-blackness goes on for 400 years, it dehumanizes black people.
even to other black people. So when some black people see other black people, they hate them because they see a reflection of themselves and they hate themselves. They were taught to hate by the people that hated them. So the skin is the sin. 400 years taught to hate yourself by a system that hates you in a country that enslaved your people, freed them, and then proceeded to enact laws that would treat them like second-class citizens. It's no wonder why we're still trying to put out the same flame that's been burning ever since black people in this country were labeled three-fifths a man, three-fifths. And that struggle, my friend, continues to this day. 727-571-1025, We'll take your calls. We'll hear what you have to say, and I will quickly end your foolishness. Cat named Mo's here. What's up, Mo? Well, it's been a busy day, Kevin. Man, <laughs> it's been a busy day. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where to start. Jr., what's going on? Man, I'm, I'm just glad to be here, bro. Okay, Spike, what's going on? How you, how you sticking, Spike? <laughs> uh, Spike's on the phone. He's just he on the phone. Yeah, he's, he's doing his job, actually. All right, good. I, look, I that's brought a, Spike that's in. That's exactly where Spike should be sticking to the phone. I, I brought him in for the phones. I told him, don't even look at the board. <laughs> don't even look at it, bro, because. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. There was just so much going on today. President Obama spoke and it sounded like he sounded like he was still president. First of all, he sounded like he was still president. And he offered a message that you should get from an actual sitting president. Um, and I, you, I can clearly see that when the president and I might be hearing this wrong, but when the president jumps out and he's labeling Antifa because it's a radical left wing group, if you're targeting them as the enemy, when you know that there's neo-Nazis and white supremacists out, out there, if you're attacking the left and you're not attacking the right, then you must be aligned with the right, so you're protecting them. That's kind of how it seems to me. When we've got no love from the president, what I mean by that is he's not offering healing words. I don't know if he's capable of it or is his, his strategy to get reelected is more important than actually being the president. I have no idea. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so before we take any take the calls, of course, earlier today, the other three officers uh, in the George Floyd case were charged with aiding and abetting. The first officer, Officer Chauvin, the officer that had his knee on George Floyd's neck, had his charges upgraded from third-degree murder manslaughter to second-degree murder. Now, there's going to be a lot of debate as to what charges are what and what can stick and what the evidence supports. I think this changes once they release the body cams because the reports I'm hearing from people that heard the body cams, the three officers that were on Mr. Floyd were, um, one of them said, Hey, one of them said, hey, uh, maybe we should, uh, you know, turn him over like he's like struggling and nothing. It's like, no, let's keep him just like this. So you're going to I mean, 
that like I always said, like I said that in the uh, the case with Dredka, that we need I needed to hear the audio. I need to see what the vibe was. When you see the oh the, well, the, the body cams are going to be evidence. And when you see that, I think that that will fill in the gaps on what you think happened. You know, we're not experts. We saw something. Now, I will say this. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We all want justice, but this may go to trial and there may not be a conviction. I see here uh, breaking news that officer, former officer Siobhan, his um, bail has been up to $1 million as they bail. up his charge wow. to <laughs> second degree. Mm. He's not, I don't think he, well, he might get out. You never know. Wouldn't the police union bail him out? I'm surprised that there's even a bail allowed. Yeah, or there's supposed to be like some sort of collateral too, right? Like I've, if, I, I've seen lesser crimes, crimes that don't really reach out to humanity receive a no bond. I'm very curious as to why uh, uh, a person whose actions, uh, and this is no hyperbole, shook up the world would even be considered to be released on bond. I don't think bond is based on that standard. Um, I think I think that the bond is based on. Well, OK, first of all, I mean, I'm not trying to I'm just playing devil's advocate in the conversation. Right, I, I understand him being released on a million dollars bond. He, he gets out. Somebody posts it. Is he a danger? Is he a threat? Is he what? First of all, is he a flight risk? And is he a continued threat to the public? I, I can make an argument that he is safer in jail as his personal safety. Absolutely. Um, but is he a threat to the make, general public? I could make an argument that he's a threat to the general public because his release might incite, inflame uh, tensions again and lead to greater riots and lead to deaths because there have been deaths. Well, hold on, hold on. So if, I could make if, that if, case. Well, hold on. If people were concerned about tension, <laughs> I, they, I, they wouldn't I, be flying medical <laughs> helicopters over crowds. <laughs> To try to scare him. Kevin, I can only argue one case at a time. <laughs> no, man, you got to get in. <laughs> Yo, we need I a judge it. with four gavels. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just bam, 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 bam. With his feet, too. With his feet and everything. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what's interesting? Some people were under the notion that once these charges were filed, that the streets would empty. No. That doesn't that that doesn't necessarily put the fire out. That's that's letting you know that the process is working and we're just beginning the process. I mean, there has to be this is a long road. Mm -hmm. I just wonder what happens when the streets are empty. When this isn't front news. When we move on, we'll be back to covid in about. A week, maybe. We'll be like, oh, by the way, we have this pandemic that's still going. And then the numbers will be back on the screen. Like CNN doesn't even have that ticker on the side with all the people that died. I, I, I'm about sick of CNN, dude. I think they find that a lot of them are still alive. <laughs> really? They, are the numbers going down? They're reversing the numbers? Yeah, the, number, the numbers of COVID yeah. are reversing now. <laughs> wow. I, I just don't. I'm looking at a crowd in Los Angeles right now. Man. If a second wave doesn't start out of these COVID protests, which is what you're going to hear the news start pivoting to, uh, and the election, of course. If, if, if we don't, I'm going to be scratching my head, man. I just don't know. This is such a risky thing. Uh, uh, President Obama was talking about that in, in his thing. Like, you know, like you think, if 
people were so afraid of COVID, but now they're so upset. They're more upset than they are afraid. <laughs> right. <laughs> like COVID or not, we still live in this world and there are things that need to be changed. No matter what's going on with that, we still as a people. And I think that because of the crowds are diverse, I think you're seeing people saying, man, we're tired of this. We heard you guys couldn't get it right. This is led. All of this is led by the young people. And they're looking at us like, you guys been doing this crap forever. We're tired of it. It's just a turning point. And I'd like to see something very positive come out of this. I just don't know how that happens because everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Everybody has a platform. You know, everybody is giving you their take on this. Um, so that's where we are right now. You guys feel better now that you guys feel better now that they've been arrested? How do you feel? Um, I don't want to say better, but I feel like it's uh, I mean, I like I said, a little bit more progress. I guess I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't know how to feel honestly. And and I, I think I, I feel better. I I, I feel better. I, think I, I was going to say, isn't right this direction. what? Yeah, isn't this what people wanted? They wanted the other officers charged. I don't think anybody saw an upgrade in charges coming because everybody no. runs with this. Well, we gotta we gotta get what we can get, man. I think it's, I think people Mo and I, I, I heard you you said that like man, let's get you know third degree manslaughter. We don't want to overreach. Um, I don't think it's an overreach event on any. There's overreach and then there's convincing a jury. You know what I mean? Like, I I think you should go for the charge that the evidence supports. Um, if you believe, as a prosecutor, if you believe it was second-degree murder, that's what you should build your case around. Mm -hmm. um, I, that's just, and, and then, you know, it's going to take a good lawyer to get in there and show people why. I mean, that's what lawyers do. They get in there and they, they prove their case. And sometimes whoever tells the best story will win. It's going to be hard to see the jury for this. Um, you're going to have to have people that have heard about the case because it's, it's going to be impossible to find somebody that hasn't heard about the case. <laughs> There's nowhere you, yeah. I, and, right. and I was thinking about this because uh, uh, the 41 shots murder uh, mm -hmm. that they infamously moved out of Brooklyn uh, right. uh, and, and, and into an area where there was no way that the trial was going to be fair. There's nowhere you can move this trial that the prosecution couldn't argue. Well, how have they not heard of this? And well, you have it, to it, you have to keep it where it happened. It, right? It's not. It's it's not. Have you heard of it? Because it's probably impossible that you haven't heard. It's it's. Have you made a decision already? What what city is that going to be? That well, they have okay. Made a well, they Rodney King Rodney King trial. They had the. They had the Trayvon Martin trial. Well, now Trayvon Martin was not on trial. Trayvon Martin was killed by George no, Zimmerman. Right, George right. Zimmerman was on trial. They had that in Sanford. All of the big cases that you've seen that have happened, I mean, it's in the news, but just because you have heard of it doesn't exclude you from a jury. Right, and, and I understand what you're saying. It just seems like this one, again, and, and the ones that you named, and we could go down the list, and uh -huh. we actually opened the show with a list. I don't think... I don't think there's a, a comparable. I, I, I just really don't. I think this is this is a revolutionary uh, murder right here. You, you think it's you, you do. You think so. 
Well, I, well, I'll tell you Be, this because and, of the reaction, the, the reaction to it. Absolutely, because the, the, nobody was protesting in the UK or Australia or uh, cities even within the United States over Trayvon. And oh, I mean, you had a little pocket here or there, but I mean, you had every, you had fifty states in which there were protests out of out of our fifty, and you had it was it went international. Dude, and, they were protesting. There were um, somebody was showing me pictures of. The, the Amish were protesting. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Right. <laughs> they the, were. the Mormons were like, it was all yeah. white rallies in like uh, Utah. Well, it's just white folks. And I'm like, how come I mean, everybody else doesn't get it? Yeah. I, I, I have a story in the Mo Better about the Pope speaking. Out. You get the Pope in Rome. Where the Pope's supposed a, to, the, the Pope's <laughs> supposed to get the Google alert on this one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, about a murder man. I, I don't. I really don't think we have a a, a comparable to this. Man, I'm gonna keep thinking about that. Okay. Yeah. Not even the OJ trial. Uh, they, they, inter they interrupted. They interrupted the NBA finals. They had it on split screen. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, but that was more. I mean. That was more America. Well, I, I, well, what, it was more America, but it was also you had fifty percent of the people wanting them to get off. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you're right. It, it wasn't. The, yeah. <laughs> there were two people. Two people died in a tragic murder, but it didn't. We didn't have a video. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that made this so impactful. Right. 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 Um, but I think the biggest impact was where we are right now as a country and everything that was going on. Um, this was the first time people had been able to get outside, and they got outside to protest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, you see people in Australia protesting, and you, you just scratch your head and you go, if that many people in Australia and London and Germany, like all over protesting, then why do we have problems here? If people that they don't even know America really, but they get it, right? Well, they well they know in other countries that. A lot of black people in this country have been treated unjustly, and other countries know that. Yeah, but them knowing it and them coming. All right. So my argument here is how come so many of those people are coming out the house, but then you have so many people here that say they are supporting of the protests. Everybody has to walk this fine line between saying that they support the protests, but don't say anything that makes it seem like you're supporting riot. Um, it's like. I hate to tell you, you get riots, you get bad apples, right? Like with the cops, you get a couple bad apples. You get bad apples in peaceful protesters, people that have bad intentions. We need to weed all of that out. I've seen protesters checking other protesters. I've seen them stop them from, I, the guy was trying to tag a target, and they stopped him. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I ain't know y'all care about target that much, like to get into a fight about it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to fight you about target. No. Yeah, I, th I think that now that with all this looting and rioting, I think that the people out there are seeing that this um, that the cause is being lost in it. So now they're 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 getting together and saying, "No, this is the cause we're doing." Cause this is not them. cause ain't being the cause is not being lost. What I'm it's saying, the, but they're, they're, it's the it's the media that leads with the protests and they don't say anything about the family. They're not playing the audio of his six year old daughter where they're asking her. Right. She doesn't really know what's happening. She she goes, I hear my dad's name on TV. My dad's changed the world. But, she doesn't know. She knows he's dead, but she doesn't know how it happened. And they asked her what she wanted to be when she grew up. And she says, I want to be a doctor so I can help people that are suffering. And she doesn't even know how her dad suffered. Right. 
So that's what they need to run with. It's just like I said the other day, Spike. I was like, man, would I be as afraid of this COVID if I wasn't watching CNN? Not saying that I'm not any less at danger, but it did a number on my uh, just on my my thought process. And it should have this thing that was real. That is real. Well, yeah, you say it was that was last season. No, it is real. And I- <laughs> America has some horrible. We have some horrible seasons here in this show. No, we can do two things at once. Just because they're not seriously just uh, blasting y'all with COVID, don't mean it's gone. Because when COVID was around, first thing y'all said was, "I'm tired of talking about it." No, we didn't say we were tired of talking about it. What? No, we didn't. We talked about it I every don't day. Saying that. We never yeah. said that. I'm home because of COVID. My whole life surrounds COVID right now, bro. That's what from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. I'm, I'm, he had his name legally changed to COVID Kevin. <laughs> I'm COVID Kevin, bro. So am I wrong for saying that I heard someone say, let's just try to do some news that got nothing to do with COVID? Right, because if you're not giving updates on progress, show it's 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 the topic, uh, Spike, and it's the topic you talk about it in in the way that it um it, it lends itself. If there's big updates, you right. give the updates. Right. There's stories. I mean, this is like kind of an off the air kind of thing. If you t- you're talking about the mechanics of how we decide to talk about stories. Yeah, we talked about COVID every day. Yes, I get tired of talking about everything, but we have a job to do, so we do our job. And if we don't talk about COVID, we were talking about COVID adjacent stories like every other show has been doing. Right. Yeah. It's not a fatigue in talking about uh, one topic. It's just wanting to get out other aspect, other stories, other issues. And again, if there's no new news, you you don't want to regurgitate the same news. Right. I totally got that. But I'm not trying to argue with you guys. I'm just saying that we kind of say we want to talk about something else and now we start talking about something else then y'all claim we claim that covid is gone that's my, that's my point what? no yeah we yeah. we were pulling our stories from news feeds and experiences if you look at the news feed covid's gone now yeah the, the, and it's the all it's all george floyd now yeah and the, and the other thing is uh, yeah. The White House claimed COVID is gone. They 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 kicked Fauci to the curb and they, they opened up the country. They opened it's the gone. country, oh, really. <laughs> and that's my point. My point is, we did a hard turn. It was COVID, and now the, uh, you might be right, Mo. In the middle of a pandemic, you have a story that that goes above that. Right, right. That pushes that <laughs> off the front pushes page. A pandemic off the front page. I, I think that says it all. Now, if you want more COVID spike, stand by in two weeks. When people start getting sick, and then we'll realize that we have more COVID and even less justice mm. because black folks being disproportionately, ah, we can time together, Spike. Black folks being disproportionately affected by COVID <laughs> is the same thing that, <laughs> it, it, you know, disproportionately. That is the, that is the argument, uh, and that's the conversation with everything, including George Floyd's death disproportionately i'm answering phone calls go ahead all right we're gonna take a break and come back and take all of your phone calls because i'm tired of talking 727-579-1025-800-771-1025 and by tired of talking i mean it's really time to start putting down some concrete plans and no gestures i don't need you to take a knee with me i need you to make it so we don't need to take knees anymore 